Welcome to The Bad Podcast, episode four. <laughs> episode four. <laughs> now we're in the year 2019, <laughs> year of our Lord here, and uh, we're back at it. I'm, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys go by again? Uh, well, I'm Dave. And I'm Dill. No, I'm Bran. Uh, it's never fair. I can never shorten my name. My name is never. It doesn't have like a, a cute, cutesy nickname to to shorten it by. Like you could call me like Brandy or Brando. I get Brando sometimes, and that one's not one of my. I mean, it's all right. It reminds me of Marlon Brando. Yeah, uh, which I can't live up to that. Like I don't. I I think it's reversed, man. I don't think he can live up to you. Oh, did he die? I don't think so. No, he died. He's been is Marlon Brando long. dead? Yeah, he's been dead for a long time. I, do, oh, I don't know who Marlon Brando is. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, no, he's been dead. He's super dead. Um, I have to confirm it now. This isn't a this well, isn't a movie podcast. This is so okay. So while you do that, since it's not a movie podcast, I want to talk about something. I'm a little off the boat. Uh, is that the right phrase? I don't know. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm a little off the boat when it comes to uh, mo- uh, certain movies uh, of the Marvel genre. I've actually I've been uh, watching them with a buddy and my wife um, and um, catching up, right? And so I watched Infinity War uh, the other day. And man, I-, I will tell you, Thor is probably one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah? yeah. And, and it, for those of you who don't know... Uh, Brandon should actually be called Thor because that's his middle name, yeah. and so yeah, you can throw out my social there too. If you want, you want to <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Marlon Brando died fifteen years ago. <laughs> fifteen years. Um, so wow. Whoops. Anyway, uh, but yeah, this is not a movie podcast, so no. Um, I'm glad that you're up with pop culture, Dave. But we're going to be talking about a different kind of pop. A different kind of culture, too. All right, well, let's get the jams going, guys. Oh, I forgot that was your thing, wasn't it? Yeah, dude. Uh, it, it didn't die. No, it didn't die. Neither this podcast. This will probably, you know, we're going to look at it a, m- a monthly schedule now, right? That's going to be the thing Yeah. to do once a month. And uh, we'll have some changes here and there, but we promise to... to oh, I just shouldn't have promised. That's a bad... <laughs> promise is good. That's good. All right, yeah. Well, I guess I promise. We promise we'll be back on a monthly schedule you for this. You heard it, folks. We promise. <laughs> heard it here. You either are hearing that this is a guarantee of a monthly podcast or you're listening to a liar. <laughs> One of the two are is going to be true. Um, we go... You first, right, Dave? That's Me the, first, right. All right. Very good. I, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Okay, so... Uh, I this band correlates off of uh, me seeing them um, uh, last week, the weekend before last. Oh no way! That's was it the weekend before that last? You would do that band? It, um, is it surprising? Uh, yeah, it was. Wait, was it last weekend? Was it last weekend or the weekend before? It doesn't matter. What is today? It was, it was last weekend. <laughs> it was last, it weekend. was last weekend. Okay, <laughs> I so, didn't go, but I know that it was last yes, weekend. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, this is my favorite band, <laughs> and. <laughs> Go ahead and tell like the class about tell, it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I am. Uh, this band is well. They're great, and I'm gonna play a song, and then I'll talk about them. Well, let's go ahead. What's the band? The no, band is called. The name. No, I'm sorry. You can say the name. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the band is called Thursday. Right, what's the song? Uh, well, I'm gonna play a song from their my favorite record, and the song I'm going to play is The Other Side of the Crash by Thursday. Oh, 
All right, that was the other side of the crash by Thursday. Nice, and, nice radio walk in. Yeah, it's good, right? Uh, so I, I've been working on that a little bit. So uh, this band, um, I actually found them out uh, by doing a LimeWire search of a emo band because, of course, it was that around that time I was 13, 14 year old. David, this is the second time you brought a band in that 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 vein. Mm, yeah, and. Uh, Thursday came up. They came. It came up with a song called "Porcelain," which is off their first record. Loved it. Loved it so much. Went to my uh, Best Buy with my grandfather at the time, and bought two CDs used. I bought this one, which is "A City by the Light Divided," and I also bought "War All the Time." Uh, I went on to play those records over and over again and fall in love with this band. Um, the reason why I brought this album this week is because I went to go see them on their 20-year tour. Dylan and I did. We went to we Trees in Dallas. Trees in Dallas. Uh, did you have fun? Did you have fun? No, it was horrible. You don't it was didn't really like stressful. it. Yeah, it was a little stressful, but it was great. No, I had a lot of fun. Sorry, oh, it, I was it was just like, really wow. good. Uh, it was uh, it was bittersweet. I mean, it was like it was. They, both shows were incredible, but um, it was their yeah their last their last run apparently. So it was just, but it was it was awesome. It was great. It was really cool to see them in a small venue like that too. Yeah. Um, we had some weird moments that made it kind of not... I mean, it was fantastic, but weird moments of life that make you be like, whoa, okay, let's slow down. Uh, so on the first night after the show, it was great. show was great. Hungry as could be. Went to get to a hot dog, a hot dog stand. Oh, yeah, we had some really good hot dogs. To get a hot dog. And I asked for mustard, and I shouldn't have gotten mustard. You uh, shouldn't have gotten mustard. Don't he, get mustard in your hot dog. Do not get mustard in your hot dog if it's from a hot dog vendor. Okay, he slathered it on there. He was very aggressive <laughs> with the mustard. Too much mustard. Every hot dog vendor will do this to you. <laughs> yes. Trust me. <laughs> and so we're walking down Elm, and I've got my card, and I've got... Uh, a hot dog and I got napkins in one hand. I'm trying to call somebody in the second hand. All right. Also, don't multitask. It might be another thing. And uh, I realized I lost my card. Uh, I didn't eat it. Thankfully, it wasn't that mistake. But I did. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan uh, ran back by because he has a vision like an eagle, and he found it in the street. Luckily, no one had taken it. Second night of the concert, World of the Time. They played it in its entirety. It was amazing. Great. Third song in, I lose my wedding ring. Uh, but I found it. I also acquired a set list. Uh, nice. And I also got... Before you found your wedding ring. Before I found my wedding ring. Which it was really impressive. You were like, I was like, damn, man, shit. Like, sheer willpower. I was in a daze, yeah. and, and they just threw him out, and I was like, well, let's grab it. Uh, and I also got a pick, because some guy yeah. felt sorry for me for losing my wedding ring, because yeah. Thursday fans are great. It's like right when the show ended, we were both just like, gold wedding ring, everybody, please. And like, everyone was like, whoa. And they helped us out. It was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but back, not just personal reasons. The reason why I like Thursday is... Did you find your wedding band? Yes, I found my... Yes, okay. I found it. Yes. <laughs> it is on my wrist, on my wrist, on my uh, finger. And uh, I'm not going to wear it to shows anymore. Not because I want to pick up chicks, but because I don't want to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Good calculation. Okay, why, why, why this band? Uh, Thursday, to me, is phenomenal. Uh, lyrically, I think he is absolutely tremendous. Jeff Rickley. I love the energy of the bands. Um, I love just a lot of it. I like the way that it's hard to s- the time signature changes and the fun and the funness of the songs. Uh, very funness. I clearly it's been a while since we've talked about these things. Um, it's just made a big impact on me, uh, both of my musical whelms and everything else. I. I love that sound. Yeah, Thursday's that that kind of an interesting band because they were part of that that wave of like uh, 
that early, early post-hardcore emo wave, right? Like in early 2000s, right? And uh, they kind of caught onto that and got really popular with their, their first record, Folk Laps, and War All the Time was incredibly popular too, right? But ever since then, it's kind of, I don't know, they, they haven't really been in the spotlight, right? Mm. Wouldn't you say that's correct? Yeah, they actually broke up in 2011 uh, after they put out a great record. But yeah, it, they just, things seem to be changing at times and they just didn't, they, they they released that record at the right time, mm. full collapse for sure. Yeah. And they they um but um and they're they've only gotten better since. I mean obviously they're 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 really they're legendary, man. They're so good. Yeah. Twenty years and <clears throat> I, I just uh still I mean, just so great. I think to me a city by the light divided is a really good like centerpiece for them, I think. I mean I know that a lot of people probably have differing opinions because I know there's a they have a really loyal devoted like fan base um and i'm sure that like i mean you could say i i wouldn't be uh, i wouldn't be appalled you know any you could say any of the records is your favorite and i would be like dude hell hell yeah like i don't know you know yeah no for sure but they're hanging it up after this that's like like they they confirm that kind of they said for touring for sure they said that uh in a statement they were like this is gonna be the last time we might play for each other uh behind closed (laughs) doors but this is gonna be the last time for thursday and I was a little sad. Um, their synth player Andrew wasn't with them. That was kind of a bummer. Mm. I understand their first two records didn't really have him in it, but um, it would have been good to see him too. Um, but I did really. I just had a ama- an amazing time. Um, I also joined a, a thousand paper cranes uh, fan club. It's a Thursday <laughs> fan club. Of course, I'm late to that. Yes. yes. So wait, a thousand paper cranes is a Thursday fan club. It's not having anything to do with the. I know it's a big, uh, a Japanese. Um, he it's it's in one of his songs. It's oh, another songs. It's a lyric, and um, I after the show, I don't know what what I was looking for, but I came across it, and um, it's a really tight knit group of people who love Thursday, which That's is really cool. Yeah. Have you heard? The, I mean, do you know the story from like the the, the Japanese? I think it's Paper Crane. Yeah. Hmm? Which, Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I mean, I don't know it exactly, and I, I don't want to butcher it, but like. Uh, I believe there was a young girl who she, uh, I think she was affected by the radiation uh, after the bombings in Japan. And um, while she was in the hospital, she was making paper cranes and her goal was to make a thousand and she didn't live to see her make a thousand. So um, there's a whole community of people who make paper cranes. I hope I'm not butchering this around my office, not a thing, but that's a whole uh uh, charity that's involved in that. I know uh, associate. Wow, I didn't. Well, when Don and I were in Japan, there's. I mean, people will send in. I mean, there's. They've made millions at this point. Um, right. But uh, yeah, we got a book on it and stuff. I'll have to, it's, that's I really love, cool. Yeah, man. that's that's yeah. I just didn't know if there was any association in there. They're, they're probably. Yeah, I would assume. Lyrically, I, I imagine he's talking somewhat about that. I, right. I didn't. That's really cool. Uh, my my first exposure to Thursday was uh, was the song Porcelain that you brought up. Uh, I remember you were like, check out the bass in this. Um, and I don't remember uh, what the bass sounds like. But uh, Thursday is very interesting, a, a band. There's something about the sincerity and the way that uh, Jeff Ripley will present uh, what he what he's saying and how he says it that I think um, it has a good tie in between the, the early 2000s, uh, like pop music and 
the kind of emo music and and I and I think you can see yeah. that in the the later releases of Thursday that they were um more more into the in touch with like the sincerity of like cuz they didn't necessarily like back away from the heavier vocals or, or heavier music but uh, and I think that forgive me this is on City by the Light divided right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um I think that the City by the Light divided is uh the album that like, did it come before? It became before War All the Time, right? No, it came after. Okay, well, that makes more sense then. Okay, so, like, this was, like, the the, the turning point from then of being more of uh, accepting into the sense of you can still have that sincerity and earnest in what you're saying. Not necessarily that you don't have to scream. It's just that, like, and it's weird to talk about screaming vocals. Right. Extent, it, it but, like, yeah. there, there's this, he was, I think he, sense of comfort in the way he could present his lyrics through more of a just music that they felt more comfortable with yeah it doesn't have he doesn't have to I don't know like they they kind of departed from the um, the the mixing of this record is way different it's a lot more like um, kind of synth heavy right yeah well and this was the first time they used uh, Dave Feldman producer Dave Feldman which really uh, Mm. he did the Flaming Lips and um, as well uh Goldfinger, he makes all those crazy, which he's phenomenal. I, I think he helped push them to different sounds as well. Right. You know. Um, I also always remember that documentary I watched it Thursday. Um, and uh, I do love those dudes. They seem like very, very great dudes. Very dramatic boys. Yes. Very, very dramatic. I love them. They're very, I mean, they, yeah. they have somewhat of a right to be, and I don't mean to knock them in that sense. It's just, uh, they had quite a turbulent lifetime. I understand wanting to kind of hang it up at a certain point based on the, I mean, because like you said, they have a very devoted following, but like yeah. they're just at a point where they, I, I think they kind of reached the limits of what they're capable of. Is he still doing the thing with uh, the rest of Lost Prof- Lost, Lost, No Devotion? Yes, No Devotion. Uh, they're doing really well, especially in Europe. Um, very, very uh, synth pop, great stuff. I think he's also doing, um, still doing United Nations. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. I imagine with the presidency currently, we're bound to hear some uh, <laughs> some great tracks from that. And he's also doing a podcast himself uh, called right. Dark Blue. Talks about mental health and stuff. He uh, he's a good. He gets around. It's not just a. It's just not a conversation about the Jack Jack's mannequin song. Uh, you know, every time I every time I pick it up, I think of that. Yeah, uh, and he's he's. I mean, he's turning forty this year. He's a. Uh, he's a. Uh, he's just. It's, it's so cool. Uh, clearly, I'm a little obsessed, but uh, that's okay. That's very cool. No, I mean it makes sense to bring that. I'm glad you did. Uh, what what is the song you want to play us out with? The song I am going to end on is "Sugar in the Sacrament." Um, Sugar in the Sacrament. Sugar in the Sacrament. What? Very cool, man. All right. 
Yeah, Thursday. Thursday always rocks. Dylan, what did you, uh, what do you bring us? So I really wanted to do uh, Say Anything's new record. I thought that would be, uh, like, I thought it would fit really well in terms of variety, like what, what I've done so far. I thought it would be really interesting to talk about, but I really didn't get a chance to listen to it enough, I don't think, because it's just it's a really, it's really interesting record, and I think I want to do it next time, maybe. No. But, um, so, Spoilers. Um, what I did bring is uh, a band called uh, Better Oblivion Community Center. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting, right? Hmm, you've got my attention. Them, have you? I have not. Oh man! All right. Well, let me play you. Some. This makes sense. Yeah. No. Better Oblivion, Oblivion Community Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is uh, this is the second song second song off the record they just released. just released self-titled record and this is a uh, it's a it's a group comprised of Connor Oberst of Bright Eyes and Phoebe Bridgers which I've already done Phoebe Bridgers in the podcast so I felt kind of bad doing don't feel bad. another you one whatever you want to bring yeah you know what I don't feel bad I'm not sorry because I love these, these these two artists so much so here's your uh, completely unbiased Critique of uh, of the band that two of my favorite artists just made. Just made. So <laughs> here we go. You ready? Uh, yeah, self-titled record. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're right on, man. <laughs> it yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's great. Really How yeah. many times have you listened to it so far? I listened to it about four times, which probably isn't enough to really go super deep on this one, but. Um, Man, it's really cool. They uh, so I, I read I, I listened to some interviews by them, and they really wanted to. Um, they didn't want anybody to have like a. Uh, they didn't want anybody to, to to know they were gonna do this, so they just dropped the record without like announcing anything, because they didn't want anybody to be like, oh, duet record, you know, folk rock duet record, alternative, like really cutesy, like trading verses kind of thing, you know. So they just they just dropped it, and it. Man, it's really cool. It has a very, uh, it really does kind of have its own like sound, like very unique sound. Like most of the time, eighty like, percent of the time, they're singing uh, together like in unison, which kind of gives it like this nineties kind of nineties uh, <laughs> kind of vibe, like uh, sort of like alternative vibe to me anyway. And um, yeah, it, it's it's just really really good. Uh, it also kind of gives me an early Saddle Creek vibe too. With like the mixing, I, I know Mike Mogus didn't do, didn't um, didn't record it, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. It sounds very like experimental, kind of. It's it's that's really good. Hmm. Uh, well, that seemed very. I mean, 
uh, I'm, how do you mean experimental? Because I, that seemed very, I mean, I don't mean this negative, but it seemed very straightforward and, and, and it's just kind of a sincere. Well, I, I don't mean experimental in terms of uh, songwriting, but, um, like the soundscape of the record, it kind of has that, like, uh, that bright eyes kind of like studio kind of project vibe to me. Oh, okay. Even though it still sounds like, like a band from the 90s, kind of. But as far as like the recording goes, that's kind of, that's kind of the vibe it gave me, which I thought was really cool. And yeah, like every song is, is a banger, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, the way they marketed it was really cool too. Like they did that because of the name Better Oblivion Community Center. They they didn't like they just they had like a website and I think they started um, they started like social media for it and they just started marketing it as like a as like a helpline I think like as a number you can call and it's like uh, like well thank you for calling Better Oblivion Community Center like we're we're gonna be having meetings across the United States. Um, like communal meetings where you can find a better future in this dystopian world or something like that, you know, kind of like very, which, and it, it's not a concept record, but that's kind of, that's kind of the, that, that theme comes up in the lyrics a lot, like sort of like uh, therapeutic. Um, Community driven yeah, kind of thing. Like finding, uh, finding peace and like, in a chaotic and confusing world with other people I guess you know what I mean which which that's what they did. basically they because uh, Connor had a um, he did a he, he, he sung a song with Phoebe on her on her solo record and then they they started touring together and I guess in that time in that year span they wrote they wrote all of these songs they didn't plan on doing a record together but they just they just started writing songs and just, they're like oh we have enough for a record so they put it out yeah. uh, it was really good um, I haven't listened yet uh, but I until now yeah um, but I really enjoyed I enjoy them both like their solo stuff so much so I mean I'm pretty sure you know it's, it's really cool yeah um, man it, like I don't know like I don't I don't want to sound I feel like I feel like everything I say is gonna because I'm so I love them both so much you know what I mean so obviously I love it but like it's really cool I, I, I feel like it has a very unique sound like even though they're both so similar and like in terms of like the, you know musical artists I feel like it has a very unique sound and I feel like they bring out the best in each other kind of like that's that's yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the album called again? well it's a self-titled record okay. so there's just better Oblivion Community Center gotcha yeah well very cool yeah. I know I, I dig it I mean it's uh, again I think I said something similar as far as like and what I said about Phoebe Bridgers when you brought her um, mm-hmm. but it's a there's something about like that singer songwriter kind of folk style stuff that I it it, uh, it I don't know why this is the comparison but it's like a it reminds me of like a really heavy meat and then it just kind of like sticks to you, you ever hear that term like uh, some of the food that like sticks to your ribs right like that's the kind of like feeling I get with like sincere songwriting like that yeah it's like a sticky sticky music very sticky Oh, what the fuck I'm talking about? I picked up some some sticky sticky uh, ribs this time. Super, <laughs> super. Sticky. I'm just trying to think of things that aren't like, like what are what are dishes to you that don't stick to you? Oatmeal. 
Yeah, oatmeal or like yogurt. Yogurt. I mean, like real yeah. light foods. So what are what are some? I'm just curious. I'm, I just want. Something. Have you never heard that? Yes, I have. I'm okay. just in regards to music. What what are <laughs> what's something that just does it? What is the yogurt equivalent? Well, I just think that I mean like. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to knock it. Like, I don't mean it in right. a lesser no, no, extent, but absolutely. like, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Katy Perry doesn't really cling to my, my insides. Right. So she's more like the yogurt. But that's just to me. I mean, like, there's some people that yogurt could probably really, really do a number on them. Like, yeah, totally. It's fine. I yeah. I know. I wasn't trying no, to. I, yeah. I just think it's fun. I like, I like the food because everyone eats food. Everybody eats food. Anyway, it's very interesting, man. Yeah. I, I think should both listen to it it's great it's absolutely fantastic. everybody should what are you going to close this out with uh, we'll do the Chesapeake the world will not remember when we're old and tired we'll be blowing on the embers of a little fire we Tallest person watching in Chesapeake. You put me on your shoulders so I could see. I was all covered in sound. Earplugs, so it wasn't. So, very cool. Um, I don't know how to use your guys' hip technology that you guys have. Um, yeah, very cool. Um, well, I am uh, bringing a band um, that I have only started listening to probably about the, within the week or so. I actually had to change mine because I started listening to this band and I was like, Oh, I want to talk about that instead of what I was going to bring. Okay. Um, cause I really, really dig it. And it's probably one of the first bands in a long time that I've listened to their album, like on repeat in a while. Um, but this band is called sky Hill. Um, they're not a band anymore, but they were a band. And, uh, in like 2007, this album that you might know them, uh, Dylan. <laughs> okay. Um, but this, uh, this album is called run with the hunted. Uh, and the first track is Hands on the Water. I don't want to bring it to the opening track of the album. Currently, he's in a he does Game Grumps on YouTube and does uh, Ninja Sex Party as well, which is a comedy band. Uh, I don't know if the name Ninja Sex Party could allude to that, but um, 
Yeah, this was the project that he was in before Ninja Sex Party, and it was not a comedy uh, comedy duo. Uh, it was Dan Avedan and Peter Lennox, and uh, they put this album out in like 2006 or 2007 or so. And I did listen to that interview that uh, Game Grumps did where they he talked about it, and uh, it was very uh, very sweet and sincere to hear him talk about Skyhill. Um, and uh, yeah, but he was talking about how he that was the first time he was in a band when he felt like he was really part of something that he, he genuinely felt uh, proud of. And he felt like this was really something that he was part of and talked about how he had kept a book of everybody that he had given a CD to. And I thought that was just very cool. And, um, but I, uh, I came across this cause I was, I was actually listening to Ninja sex party and uh, I never listened to one of their albums all the way through. And it was one of the recommended and I was like, Oh, I'll check this out. And uh, I just loved it. I, there's something about it. It um, it's kind of funny that you brought Thursday, Dave, because uh, I, in terms of like their synth kind of poppy style, it's very similar to where they, they remind me of like really good '80s synth pop. Oh yeah, but yeah. with like a like this splash of um, like early 2000s, like like a Savage Garden kind of almost. In, in the way that oh, it's presented. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Kind of like Danny's vocals a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I can see that for sure. And um, I don't know, it has just been stuck in my head like nobody's business in the last <laughs> week or so. That's cool, man. I should really listen to that. It's a really it. cool yeah. album. And lyrically, it, like one of his big influences as an artist, as far as Dan is concerned, um, is Rush. Uh, he talks about he, he loves Rush. And I think lyrically, it aligns with Rush in this kind of like just almost like I don't want to say out there to make it feel like it's like not a so like you can't associate with it but it's it's these kind of like abstract thoughts in the way he writes yeah there was like some a little bit of I gave there's a little bit of prog rock like right element in there and that in that song you just played like not like by any means as much as like rush but like you can hear it in there a right bit. yeah and the album is really really cool um because it, it has a lot of uh, reprises in it, some that are very direct um, and some not so direct. I'm going to play one of the ones that's a little bit less on the nose um, in a second. But the um, like, there's a one of the third or fourth songs is, uh, it has, I mean, literally the eighth or ninth track of the album is that, but re- the reprise of it. And it like has like a big instrumental part, but then the chorus of that is altered and changed and repurposed later nice. on the album. Dude, I love that. I'm such a sucker for stuff like that. Oh, uh, like, yeah, revisiting. this album is very, very cool in that way. And it, like, um, but it, I don't know. It's fallen in a lot of the line of the music that I've listened to uh, this year. I've, I've, I've kind of come to a place of listening to music that I, um, I don't know, has been, like, like it's. I don't want to say, like, like a sense of ownership over the music I've listened to. I've found a lot of artists and stuff that I've been like, I actually really like this, and it's not, uh, not associated with somebody else. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I think that's how I, I just, that's how a lot of my life was exposed to like, like music was through you guys. And, and, right. um, and I mean, in a, in a, in a roundabout way, I mean, that's how I was exposed to this band as well. I mean, cause you were the one who had first told me about Ninja sex party, but like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, I really, really like it. It yeah. has been, and it's a little different. Cause I mean, this is like, this isn't necessarily through, you didn't you didn't find these guys through mutual like um, mutual like music. It was through like um, a different form of media, kind of. So right. it's like you landed on it, 
from a different class. I discovered it in the same way that Christopher Columbus discovered America. Like, yeah. that's what it feels like. Like, exactly. it's an accomplishment, but it's pretty, I mean, not really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I feel like, but I feel like also it's like, it's a cool, like, uh, I don't know, you're, you're, you're kind of like, you're kind of listening to it with sort of like fresher ears, maybe. Yeah. Because it's not, you're not like, oh, I want to listen to like something that sounds like this band. You're just like, I want to listen to this guy's band, right? Right. Like, and you're just like absorbing it, you know, without any like, pre, you know, notion of what it yeah. might sound like. And, uh, yeah, I just, and I love his, like his melodies, I mean, are just out of this world. I, I, he's a great singer. Oh, he's so good. And I love hearing his stories about like just yeah, him and the music and stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, dude. It's really inspiring for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause now he's, you know, well, how old was he when he, when he did this one? Probably like his like, early twenties or so. Twenties. Yeah. And he was just doing it. Like this was his thing. Like, oh, that's what he he was doing with this band, you know, and they were trying to make it, and you know, it was it was a huge accomplishment for him. I'm sure that like, you know, now he's a fucking rock star, like right. Jesus. Like, well, and I think also there's a sense of um, like I like I really like this music, and he doesn't make serious music like this anymore. Like they came out with a couple songs I think in 2015 just kind of as like a like oh get back into it for a second but it's not it's clearly not what they what he does anymore um and i think it's at least for me it's important to see artists go on and do what makes them happy mm-hmm. and so like i think ninja sex party is hysterical now i've like i, I absolutely <laughs> love uh their stuff and i've listened yeah. to all their albums now and i um well i guess somebody disagrees with me oh. no um <laughs> but uh yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up so we can get out of here. But um, just, I, I very much like it. Uh, yeah, dude. And I mean, he's like, uh, with like Ninja Sex Party, I feel like he's hit like a, a really good like in-between between like a comedy and serious kind of, you know, it's kind of like Tenacious D a little bit where yeah, it's like, good... it's not like literally, like you can tell they're really good musicians, you know what I mean? And they take their music very seriously, but it's like, yeah, it's also hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and seeing him play, uh, seeing the play, Oh, Conan? Conan? Conan, yeah, yeah, it was that was so cool. cool. It was really, Sanity, really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm actually, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna play the last track on the album, uh, "Run with the Hunted," which is also the titular album. guys yes gonna have to kind of wrap it up here quickly at the end here yeah, mr mm-hmm. dylan has to go 
Look at an apartment. Uh, house shopping. House yeah. shopping? House. Yeah. Something like that. House hunting. Hunting. House hunters. Fire. Property brothers. That's what we are. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is our property? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we have. I try to make a, a somewhat now irrelevant pop culture joke about the pop property brothers, but. Oh. Didn't Lost work. on me, fan. It's all good. You, know, you mean you don't watch that HGTV? You don't watch that HGTV? Watch HGTV. that Home and Garden television? Man, I would love to with you. Oh. If you, if you ever want to. I'll I don't watch it anymore. Let's do a sub podcast where we just watch an HGTV oh show. Oh, God. I don't know that I could ever do a like a TV show watch podcast. That'd be hard. I don't. I've heard because a lot of people do like the Bachelor podcast. I couldn't. I could not oh do God. that either. Yeah, that'd be wild. That sounds provocatively wrong. I mean, they make it work. But this has been uh, the bad podcast. Um, I don't know when this episode will be coming up. Some point this month, um, and then we'll see you next month uh, for more music and uh, Home and Garden Network talk and I don't know is there anything you guys want to leave us with <laughs> didn't you have a closing statement you said last time oh what was it I don't remember it's been so long yeah I remember what it was <laughs> what was it <laughs> it was just we like we music we love music yeah, yeah. You suck, <laughs> there so it is man, it's uh, so true I um, love we're genuine I'm people. glad we're here um, mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to do this again you can't say anything after the closing thing because now he has to say it again. Say it again. Oh. Well, you know, you don't. Uh, we love music. Oh, God, so bad. <laughs> there we go.